cafe anyway. Mike Staley Podcast. Hi, it's Mike Matthews, and I have the Basil Snore microphone on. Perhaps you will hear him snoring during the show. Mike's Daily Podcast. Well, there you go. Hey, snoring there and snoring in the background. If you dare, you can hear it. Sort of in the background. I'm Mike Matthews. Welcome to my show. It's Cafe Anyway, where we're at. And I'm making the sound. And I just woke up Basil, and he's like not snoring anymore. Darn. Mike's Daily Podcast. I am happy you are here because it is my day off tomorrow, so it's kind of a Friday today in the middle of the week. Mike's. And I like that. Daily. We need that. Podcast. To keep from going. Yeah. Insane. But hey, here's the real reason. My company does this thing where you max out your vacation time. And once you max out, you don't earn any more vacation time. And I did that for two months. The months of October and November. So no more of that, por favor. And no more of the smog situation, I wish. But no, because unfortunately, the people, the mechanics that said he could fix it, he can't fix it. And uh, My lovely lady friend took the car to the mechanics today. And then she forgot to go back in time before the place closed. So now she's without my car. I'm without my car. We're we're carless. We are a Bay Area couple with no car is what it is. Thankfully, we got other ways to get around in the Bay Area. And thankfully, there's a bus that seems to go by cafe anyway every couple of minutes. So that's fine, too. And then the thing that's really fine is that the uh, cavities that got scraped away out of my teeth yesterday. And here's today's podcast picture. Well, the happy thing about that is that, oh, hey, I think it's the, the gal we just heard from Ariel. I think it's her birthday or was her birthday recently. So happy birthday out to Ariel. But what I was really going to say was that they scrape out the cavity and then they put the filling stuff in there. And it was very sensitive last night. It was hurting me. And I'm thinking, is this how it's going to be forever with my teeth? But thankfully today, hallelujah, it has stopped. It has healed a little bit, I guess. I was always told that teeth don't heal. And Basil is saying, no, that's whoever said that's full of crap. And because Basil's a dentist. And he's wide awake, despite snoring earlier. Earlier part of the show made him snore, but this part is good. Okay, good. So that there we go. They, I heard somebody say that about teeth. Oh, you'll never, you know, they don't heal; they just fall out. So get a good dentist today. Go see your dentist today, and it's all about that now, this time of year, because everybody's got a little bit of, uh, you know, a couple of weeks left. Then their dentists take off. For the holidays And you lose out on that insurance You know you get your one Deductible per year Or whatever That you can get like $50 off Wait is that how the rules go 
and then people try to make the make it all get it all because they've met their deductible. That's it. They've met the deductible, and so they want to get all the good prices before the end of the year, something like that. So, the point is that I am pretty burnt out. Period, and I owe a bit of an apology to Oliver Stone. I went and watched his stupid history thing the, the secret history Or little known history Whatever it's called That's on Netflix And my lovely lady friend told me about it She said hey it's amazing Because well it turns out Harry Truman was this jerk And la da da and dee da dee and, and Russia wasn't that bad And I'm like wait What kind of communist stuff is this Propaganda So I go and I watch it And it turns out what what really Oliver Stone is saying Is that a big part of winning World War II Involved the Russians Coming at Germany From the east border And we were coming at them from the west border And you know Or that I'm simplifying greatly But in other words uh, Russia did a whole bunch on that side, that other side of Germany, and Russia and Germany went after Russia like big time, like was close to Moscow. Millions of people died. That's the one thing about watching this documentary. It's true. The images you're seeing are true, but they're also taken out of context. He throws a lot of this imagery at you. It's just him doing the narration. It's not like a Ken Burns documentary where you got several historians talking. You've got the head narrator guy Usually Peter Coyote And then you've got actors Portraying what Reading what uh, people actually said Or reading old letters Or whatever Oliver Stone is pretty much reading it all He does have some voice actors doing some things And then there's the real tape That whatever they were able to tape Of FDR or, or Hitler Or whatever Winston Churchill but it is so brutal the, the images that you see So much death And the A lot of the imagery you, you see out of context Some of it For example I knew Was not actually The The video Or was not taken from People Being It, it was actually from movies It wasn't it wasn't from documentary movies But people with actors Recreating scenes with actors So what you thought was someone who was actually dead Was actually an actor playing dead There's the, He does mention from time to time Yes Okay This is uh, Jimmy Stewart Playing this role Or he, he'll make the He'll announce what movies they are But At any rate I did learn a lot And that did bring to light the whole thing about the war that I did I, I, You know a lot of people don't really think about And I think that's his whole point With his documentary As we go outside a cafe anyway We're bringing you Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley Today And tomorrow I need to go to Pleasanton To get my car Which hasn't passed smog yet Despite what everything What mechanics are doing It's not helping And it's frustrating But how do we deal with frustration? Escapism We escape into stupid things Like history <laughs> Like oh my gosh So Harry Truman Becomes vice president Only meets with FDR twice 
and FDR dies and Harry Truman becomes president. Mind you, FDR was president for four terms. And three of those terms, he had a different vice president. Was, was it Harry Walsh or Henry Walsh? I always forget. And then that guy, Henry Wallace, was actually, as Oliver Stone, he just will go on and on about this Wallace guy. And about how he was progressive and was ahead of his time, was hoping for, wanted equal pay for everyone, etc., etc. On down the line, like Mr. Progressive Guy. And Harry Truman used the N-word. He was a bit of a racist. So, we had the guy who should have been president when FDR passed away. He was getting groomed for it for four, uh, three uh, terms. Three presidential terms And then he doesn't get it I can relate to that I was being groomed To be a program director for a radio station I was the assistant program director And had to deal with a whole bunch of malarkey From the program director that I was working under And then he told me he's leaving And I'm like oh well I get your job right No It meant me having to compete against A bunch of other guys this other guy got it because he was the program director for the same company, but they were changing formats and they wanted to keep him. So they kept, they were getting rid of his station, but they wanted to keep him. So they put him on my station and I was not assistant program director. In fact, I got demoted. And next thing I knew, I was in charge of putting John Tesh's show together. Yes, John Tesh, that guy. The really insightful guy that reads all about germs all the time and health things and things to improve your mind. And he's married to Connie Selica, who was really beautiful in The Greatest American Hero. And then she was in hotel and then she got married to John Tesh. And then now she now she does stuff on John Tesh's health channel. At any rate, let me just tell you, listening to... So, John Tesh does these one-minute news-for-your-brain type thing. And he'll he'll read it just verbatim. There's nothing... It's just... He's just reading. It's like, here I am. I'm reading a script that... Who knows if he even typed it up. Could have been one of his minions. Typed it up for him. Did some research, found something, gave it to him. He reads it. Not the most entertaining... The stuff ever And having to put that together After being groomed in line Next in line to be FDR Was a little bit angryness for me And I could feel a little bit What Vice President Wallace Former Vice President Wallace went through He by the way got the last laugh though Because he was doing some kind of a Genetically modified Corn farm That Was oh What's the whole story behind that Now I don't remember now you gotta go watch That stupid Oliver Stone documentary To find out what it is but apparently Because it's something To do with his very he was all About improving Getting more People Into science Not that that weren't just white It seemed like it was all just a bunch of white people That were into science And one of these students That had gotten in, that he had gotten into science Was brilliant with corn 
and and the making trying to make better crops for farmers. And so this Wallace guy apparently got that put it used it with his farm and then he got rich off of that. And then he sold it to Monsanto. Now I think there are some negative things to say about Monsanto. They've haven't they've done this thing where anything you do with any of their stuff like if you get a seed that came from a seed that came from a seed that like way back from Monsanto and you use it to plant f- crops they come after you and litigate they like sue you for using anything that hints of their product that and they do all kinds of stuff that's uh, genetically modified from what i heard okay and then i have to correct myself because after watching the oliver oh yeah, so he sold it to Monsanto and made a lot of money. Not that that's a good... In the end, such a progressive guy selling out to a company that has angered progressives since. It's kind of it's a wee bit ironic. But here, back to a former podcast, I may have gotten my facts wrong. Because this shows 1953, 1953. That's the FF episode. But in a former episode... I think we were talking about 1941 and I mentioned the Japanese and they burned they bombed and burned Pearl Harbor and I was trying to remember who surrendered first in World War II and for some reason I thought it was the Japanese but oh that is so wrong so wrong the Germans surrendered first and then it was the Japanese and then another interesting thing about Russia it was Russia coming down to finally, because now they didn't have to worry about Germany anymore. They were on their way to bomb the heck out of Japan. And that is what they say in this Oliver Stone thing really got Japan to surrender. Because bombing their cities, even with atom bombs, they still were like, oh, we're not going to surrender. Even though we were bombing that, we bombed two of their cities with atom bombs and a hydrogen bomb. And then, I think that's about all the facts I want to throw at you, but it's fascinating to me that, you know, there is some things we don't know that are below the surface. And is Oliver Stone completely, is is what he is saying completely true? I don't know. I haven't verified it all. But it is fascinating to me. And it's fascinating that we, I don't think we should get, we should remember history and we should remember the, we should see the true history. We shouldn't bury the facts just because they don't, they don't make a good story. And we should see beyond the blindness, you know, that we as a society create, you know, we accept something, but maybe there was other stuff going on and we're constantly uncovering stuff. And I don't want to revise history with with uh, you know the stuff that isn't true so getting to the truth is important and getting to the end of things like this podcast I know you want me to get to the end and I want to get to the end of the stupid smog saga it's locked up at the mechanics right now because my lovely lady friend thought they closed at 6 but they actually closed at 5 so it's just life saying, Mike, this is never going to end. And I guess you have to accept some things that are never going to end, too. It's all about accepting stuff. Hey, there's a really funny song I heard. 
It's called LPs. I want to read this one part from it. A total junkie for the LPs. That's a you know the albums, vinyl. And nothing in the world was going to help me. You'd see me quit no sooner than see hell freeze. And there was nothing like the thrill of getting lucky. I'd be flying five sheets to the breeze. Because the world was still in wash in LPs. And I still had the disease for LPs. Nowadays that stuff is so expensive I don't bother to try. Everything's reissued and plus everything is priced really high. The field's overcrowded. It's impossible to get a good fix. So I walk right past the used records and flip through the used compact discs. Yeah, nowadays it's mostly CDs. No one wants to keep them. So there's plenty folk and punk and prog and bluegrass and rap and indie. Bonus tracks and liner notes are empty as long as I could still make a good discovery. I still got that music hunger disease, that disease I caught from LPs when they were dirt cheap in the 1990s. I lo- That's a brilliant song. And you're probably asking, Mike, who is singing it? And I'm going to tell you it's Jeffrey Lewis and the Voltage. Jeffrey Lewis and the Voltage. Look who's out here outside a cafe anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth right now. Hello, Michael Masters, mother Tobago. Oh, that song sounds very funny. <laughs> Madam, did you hear Basil snoring at all? Yes, it was very nice and soothing. Oh. Did you also enjoy hearing me rant about history? Yes. And you've been alive for most of history, right? Because you're like immortal? Yes. And you go and see all of Oliver Stone's movies because they're really good? No. Okay. And look who else is here. Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino the Breaking Attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, you haven't told us what the podcast picture is, dear. Yeah. The podcast picture. Do you know it? I haven't told you yet? No, the podcast picture, do you? Yeah, the podcast picture. Do you know it? Okay, the podcast picture my lovely lady friend took. She was in Pleasanton today. As she was waiting for the mechanic to finish to fix the thing. Car can't stop talking about it. Anyway, you can see this lovely picture at mikesdailypodcast.com. Tell all your friends about it. The wonderful website, mikesdailypodcast.com And go there now And you can also call me And tell me what you think about all these crazy ordeals That I had to go through today 336-MM-DAILY That's 3 plus 3 equals 6-MM As in Mike Matthews Daily As in what this podcast will try to be And probably won't be Because tomorrow on my day off I am not going to do a podcast, I have to be honest And I had a day off on Sunday And yesterday was crazy So Oh, I was so tired. I got home and it just hit me. Just all this craziness I had to deal with. You know what? I just cannot deal. A lot of my job is troubleshooting. But when you're waiting for people on the other end to troubleshoot on their end and they don't. And it just, it's all these frustrating people who can't solve stuff. And it's dealing with the mystery that is life. And sometimes I just, I I don't have time for mystery. I don't want to build a mystery, Sarah McLaughlin. I just want it to be all answered. Oh, but Mike, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Ah, ah, ha. So I just took a nap and I said, forget it, no podcast. Kids, I used a bad word earlier in today's show. I said crap, and it's not a good word. However, the guy who invented the toilet's name was Crapper. 
So laugh about that, will you? And share that bit of history knowledge with your parents. They'll be amazed. But don't go watch the Oliver Stone movie. It'll make you depressed. Watch it when you're older and you've had a bit of history uh, in school that was completely wrong and misleading because that's the whole reason Oliver Stone did the movie was because he heard what his kids were learning at school and he's like, no, uh uh-uh. I'm going to revise what they're... What kind of parent is that? (laughs) But my dad's Oliver Stone. He doesn't think anything you're teaching is true, so... He did like 80 documentaries to correct you and stuff. That's what it is, I guess. All right. So enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks for listening to the podcast and have fun living your marvelous mystery. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.